In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Welcome to the Man Card Podcast, where we focus on real men doing real life in real time while living in the stress bubble of life. Males are born. Men are made. We're going to separate the men from the boys. A man is as a man does. We want to help you to become the best version of you. Theodore Roosevelt spoke about this rare breed, saying, The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood the man card belongs to those protecting integrity fighting apathy pursuing god passionately leading courageously and finishing strong a man is as a man does enjoy today's episode men in the arena we we salute salute you. you we honor you guys for getting it done while you're in the stress bubble of life you are in the arena with us we are in it with you you are not anonymous. You've chosen to jump in the fray and to be a man. So thank you for choosing to grind it out and listen to this episode of the Man Card Podcast, Equipping Men in 10. Hey, guys, um, we're going to call you out of your passivity today. We want to call you in to the arena of places that you have not been before. We want to call you up to the best version of the man that you've been called to be. I'm Jim Ramos, and I'm here with our producer and my brother from another mother, Dale Culver. How you doing, man? Doing great. That's good to you hear. You like my answer every time? Great. Yeah, it's pretty generic and it's kind of annoying, but... Um, <laughs> How are you doing? Because I don't like to talk to you, I'm just going to go to the next thing. <laughs> I'm doing okay, man. Yeah, How's life it? is good. Okay. Life is good. I'm just getting ready to have the see the solar eclipse. And oh, yeah. Oregon, you need to better get your, your glasses. Seriously, Oregon is going to grow by about... They say it's almost going to double in size for the next five days. Well, so. by the time this airs, it will be done with. We might not even be here. It may be the we zombie might. apocalypse yeah. may be happening. So it's we may be out fighting eclipse. Yeah, we may be out fighting zombies. So you okay. know what a zombie is? Yeah. Somebody who hasn't had a meal for nine meals straight. Mm-hmm. And I'm hearing some of these stores are like uh emptying. So anyway. It's all good. It's, I got it's mine. It's better than good. So okay, buddy. Do you got a man law for me today? Yeah. Uh this is a good one. A man will occasionally verify the safety of others' vehicles. Our mechanical aptitude is a responsibility, especially when your wife thinks she's low on headlight fluid. <laughs> Wait, I just filled mine up. I go well, to Jiffy Lube. I'm pretty and sure got, you put I've the wrong kind in. Headlight fluid is there, buddy. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I'm not a very mechanical guy, but it's when actually, my wife gets a flat tire, it's it's me who gets the phone call, right? It's actually called halogen fluid. Oh, not, oh not I'm sorry, fluid. my bad. I forgot yeah. to read the label. Yeah, halogen oh, fluid. Oh man. You yeah, get. when I was a deep sea, when I was a fish and chips cook in high school and college, we would send 
new people around to shake the salad dressing or to get the fish stretcher and that type of thing. So, <laughs> uh, so I've seen that halogen lamp fluid before, you know. Yeah, so but it gets it. like you know. But the cool thing about it is it actually gets like twice the miles per gallon that gasoline. Yeah. So your your halogen lights go like twice as far per it's gallon amazing. as gas. So yeah. No, I you know I got to take care of that for my wife. Make sure she's driving uh, on safety. Uh, yeah. Situations and and yeah. uh, tires are full and air is in everything and yep. Yeah, I wish I was more mechanical. I do get the phone calls if things break down, but um, I do know who to call or where to take it. So, hey, um, want to talk today about our fourth in our series of four uh, under margins, and so we're helping men build margins into their lives. By by margin, we mean uh, a designated or specific time period that you have allocated in an area in order for you to grow. And so today I want to talk about spiritual margins. And so what we're going to do today, Dale, is we're going to, we're going to talk about, in just a couple minutes here, what margins a man should build spiritually. Now, you may be listening, you say, I'm not a spiritual man. Well, you know, that's, that's fine, and you can be a man, you know, mostly a man and a good man and, and not have any spiritual margin in your life, but you will never be the best version of the man you've been called to be. Uh, it makes sense, right? Logically, if God created you, and I've almost everybody I've ever met has said, yes, I believe that, then how can you ever be the best version of you when you neglect pursuing the God who created you? So you're just kind of shooting in the dark there, guy. You know, you need a target to shoot at, and that target is going to be found in uh, who this God, learning about and, and understanding who this God is who made you. So I'm just going to assume that all of you believe in God, uh, whether that what that looks like, I don't know. But I want to talk about four things I think will really help you to build spiritual margin. Now, for me, when I break these categories down, one, two, three, four, mental, physical, spiritual, social, spiritual is the preeminent by far margin in my life. It is the life-controlling, life-changing, life-transforming element of my life. So here are four things I do. To, well, let, let me do this. let's just play this game. I'm going to ask you what you do, and I'm going to tell you one thing I do. So we'll just go, and we'll just two two for you. You can pick two. I'll pick two. Okay. So what are what's one thing of your two that you do to build spiritual margin? Uh, I carve time out to do a devotional every day. Okay. So so that's uh, reading my Bible, and then uh, having practical ways to uh, put it into practice in my life. So how how should men interact with the Bible in relationship to the rest of their family? They should know it better than the rest of the family, so that they could yeah. teach the rest of their family. Yeah, and, and I I know I've heard a lot of men say, "Well, that's, um, that's on. They can go learn that here or there, and I'm not going to force it down their throat." Well, you are the leader, and you're supposed to be leading that. And you have a responsibility as a man. And if yeah. you're going to be as audacious as to call yourself a quote Christian man, then <laughs> you've got even greater responsibility. So, good job, Dale, on that one. So, you have a devotional time that involves prayer and Bible study, right? Yep. And so, for me, I would say this is a no brainer, but I carve out margin every Sunday, and I attend a local church. Uh, it's really, really important. Uh, I've attended a local church my entire life that I have claimed to follow uh, Christ, and uh, the church is a, has a lot of problems and issues because it's filled with sloppy, messy people like you, Dale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am sloppy. I'm nice and neat. So anyway, <laughs> it's filled with sloppy guys like us, right? And so that has problems. It has issues. And so, But suck it up, dude. Suck it up, guy. Go walk into a church without, and don't say, well, what can this church do for me? Walk into a church and say, hey, how can I serve the people in this church? Right. Uh, the sloppy, messy, sinner, 
people in this church because, guy, you're bringing a family with you and a wife with you, and they need to see that that's important. And if you can grow spiritually without the local church, it lets you and I have a phone call, and I want to talk about it, and I want to hear how you're doing it because, man, I, I can't figure that out. So, Dale, do you have another one for me? What do you do to uh, build margin into your life? I serve. And so um, when, I, well. when I came to our church when we moved back into this town, um, I looked around and said, hey, this place needs some help. And so I can complain and go, well, why don't you have something for my kids? Mm-hmm. Why don't I have mm-hmm. something for mm-hmm. this and that? And who's that sounds terrible or whatever. I, I just said, hey, can I help? And so I got in there and helped. And so, yeah. That's outstanding. You really are a model for me in serving. So uh, I think the fourth thing that I would talk about is I have to realize the man, I need to disciple my family. I'm not going to put that burden on the pastor or the local church. They are there to assist me, and they are there to uh, encourage me in doing that. But I am ultimately responsible for discipling my family. And so, guys, if you are not actively uh, involved in uh, bringing your family closer to Jesus, you need to really think about how you can do that. So, it's hey, true. guys, uh, you've been—is li- it true? It is true, and you and I yeah. both, uh, because we have more time here, uh, you and I have both have been guys that in the mornings, breakfast time, get the kids around the yeah. table and uh, share something with them. And it's not always perfect, and it's messy. <laughs> and you and, might be beating them to get them there. And they may but... <laughs> be barely awake and, and crying that they don't want to talk because they're tired. But uh, we uh, find ways to disciple our family. So, That's guys, right. you've been listening to the Man Card Podcast, Equipping Men in 10. Hey, guys, we are all about transforming lives through teams of men. If you want to go deeper as a man, if you want to make a difference with other men, go to our app, the Great Unforgot app. It is free. Check out all the resources we have available. We have the best stuff out there, man. Uh, so go check it out. Find a local coffee shop to meet in. Recruit seven or eight or ten friends. Get going on a team today. Get a picture of your team. Send it to us. We will post that on social media and celebrate that. Also, we are a donor-supported nonprofit organization. And if our podcast is helping you, please consider becoming a monthly financial champion or uh, blessing us with a one-time gift. That gift goes to transform the lives through teams of men. You've been listening to this episode of our Equipping Men in 10. Contact us if you have any input or insight. Remember, guys, get in the arena. Get dirty, grind it out, and be a man. Until next time. This is Dale Culver, and you've been listening to the Man Card Podcast. Has your man card been challenged today? If you hunger to be the best version of a man, then purchase your own copy of the Field Guide, our bathroom book for men. Jim wrote this book for men who don't read books. It's a daily study of manly words explained with great stories. You will find enough entries to read one a day for an entire year. That's right, 365 daily readings on what a man is and does. Get your copy for you and your friends on our website at thegreathuntforgod.com. You will also find our five-book man card series. Grab several copies, recruit some friends, and champion the cause for men today. We are a donor-supported, non-profit organization with the mission to transform the lives of men and those they love. If today's podcast has inspired you, consider being a financial champion by going to The Great Hunt for God and click the Give link in the menu drop-down. Also, download The Great Hunt for God app today. It is available in all the app stores for all devices. It has videos, podcasts, our store, and many other links to the world of The Great Hunt for God. Thank you for listening, and good hunting.
What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.